Hey, hey, Sam. Hey, Ross. How's it going? It's not bad. Are you here to like some stuff? <laughs> I, today I'm feeling very liking of stuff. That's awesome. Um, before we like things, I have two. I have one piece of follow-up and you have one piece of follow-up. I, I have a piece of follow-up. Why don't you tell me about your piece of follow-up? My piece of follow-up is Drake-related. Drake-related? Uh-huh. As, as they all are. Yes. Um, and it is last week, I think, Jimmy Fallon performed hotline bling on his show what is he now he's the just the tonight show right is that him or is he the late show he is the tonight, tonight show, show. Right? Yeah. yeah so jimmy found at the tonight show he performed hotline bling which is a drake song the one in the colored box you know you're familiar um he performed it as bob dylan so it's very funny it's both funny for drake fans and dylan fans and the small crossover fans like me if you're fans of both of course. So I will put the YouTube link into the show notes for folks to look at. Great. Yeah. Um, I've got actually two pieces of follow-up. Whoa. Uh, first, uh, last week I talked about the uh, Kindle Paperwhite mm-hmm. and how it regularly goes on sale for $20 less. We are in, presently as we record, one of those moments where it is $20 less. So it's it's the 11th of February. 11th of February. So this will be released sometime after that. So if you're inclined, you might check and see... Get, You're in waiting. The, get in the twenty dollar window, and also we got we not we I got yeah, not mail. me. It specifically was not addressed to you. It said Sam, not Ross. A at, physical thing. A physical letter from your friend and ours, uh, Susan. Came to your PO box. Came to my PO box, and it was delightful. So, well, what was inside of the letter? What did the letter say? It wasn't addressed to you. Oh, all right. So, by by default, does she win our contest of being a person to come on the show? I think uh, at this point, anyone who uh, sends us something (laughs) (laughs) can uh, qualify for the contest with our discretion. So basically, we can do whatever we want. If Susan wants to be on this show, um, she has fulfilled the requirements as set forth in the bylaws of the show. Okay, cool. And uh, can come on and tell us about something she likes. Though we'd have to find out how to do it with three microphones. I asked her earlier today uh, about this, and she said she couldn't think of a single thing she liked. So I'll, uh, we'll work on that. I'll work on that with her, and, <laughs> and then we'll get her on the show once she can remember a single thing that she likes. Does that sound Great. good? What was your, your second piece of follow Oh, we did those we did two right there. The so let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. I think you're first. I am first. So... This is an interesting thing on your list of things you like. Um, it is, let me get the phrasing right, because last time I said one of these and the phrasing was wrong, you corrected me. So this time, your thing that you like is helping people with stuff. Helping people with stuff, yeah. So I, I find it difficult to like have motivation to do stuff that's just for me. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, uh, I know you have regular life goals that are like, I'm going to learn how to do this thing, like a Rubik's Cube solving. That is a, that is a goal for 2016. Right. I have a lot of trouble um, doing things for myself, but I like helping other people with their things. Mm. So like, oh, I am working on this project to do this thing, and I think I know someone who... Who knows how to do that thing? Let me get you in touch with them and then bring those people together. Or to um, someone needs help getting their computer fixed. Or just enabling other people to do their thing makes me feel good in a way that me failing to do something myself doesn't make me feel good. 
Do you find that you you supplement or supplant or replace doing things for yourself with helping people? Like instead of doing this thing for myself, I'm just going to do this and it'll fill that. It fills that need, but not in like the put on your mask before helping others type of way. I, like, I don't think I'm hurting myself. <laughs> right. But that need to feel useful in the world comes from me, for me, mostly for um, you know, helping other people figure out their thing. Because I, I, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up, but I'm, I like helping other people. Tell me, like, give me, like, three things. What are your three? Give me some recent helping people things. Yeah, I figured, I thought you were going to do that. Now I'm. Literally, like, a top question on the family feed board of helping people (laughs) with stuff. So today I helped people with their computers. I helped set up uh, Dropbox. That was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Helping uh, my kid learn to read. That's time well spent. It is time well spent. Yeah. I think you're wonderful at helping people with stuff, by the way. I, I wish I could come up with more specific examples. but I've got lots of examples for you. <laughs> um, it's weird because some of the stuff I've done was really just – so we did the Bill Conference, right? Mm-hmm. And that was set up really because I wanted to help and listen to how other people make things. Why don't you explain real quick So Bill Conference was, uh, was and is, if we ever do another one, uh, an unconference in Richmond where people just showed up and talked about their thing. The tagline was, uh, IDs are easy, making stuff is hard. And turns out that making a conference is hard. <laughs> so we, I basically, with my partner, Ren, we set up the conference to be as low, <laughs> low impact as possible on us. So it's basically, can we get a space, which we did, and then can we get people in a room, which we did, and can we provide bagels? We were able to do all three of those things, but most of it was just I liked hearing about what other people were working on and how uh, they struggled to bring that thing into the world. And I had all sorts of ideas of, I can help with this, and I can, oh, I've got not suggestions like I know better than you, but like other people's ideas get and things they're working on get me excited because I want to help. Do you ever, do you need to see the thing to fruition or is just the mere fact of like, hey, I've got these like six ideas that I think could benefit you. Here they are. Is that the part you enjoy or, or are you still, is there still like a cl- an open loop for you when you've helped a person with a thing, but they haven't finished their thing? or? Oh, I don't thing? care about that. I just want to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> I am not good at helping people finish their things. Right. I'm good at helping them. Well, I think you are. Can, I have I have two things that you've helped with for oh, me personally. Can thanks. I share? Yeah. I think you, Sam, were instrumental in helping me reorganize my life specifically through OmniFocus, which I think we should do a combined OmniFocus We'll do episode. a combined OmniFocus. Um, and yeah, that's a thing I like helping with. Like, I know about this thing. Let me help. And I think you're fantastic at it. Like, that was super instrumental for me being incredibly disorganized and, like, a little bit underwater. And then Sam came along and helped me. And honestly, like, super willing to answer millions of repeated dumb questions, which I think is a skill that a lot of people don't have, where it's like, you've already asked me a related, this or a related question 12 times, but you're also often willing just to, <laughs> to help. Right. I like doing that. It's fun. I think that's a rare thing. I wish I could figure out how to make it more of, like, more, spend more time doing it. Yeah. Is there? Do you want to like? What is it like a professional person who helps things, people with things? Job? I don't Does that know. Exist? I mean, I kind of do that in my job now. 
um, for like managing big computery projects. I mean, that's kind of helping people. But I don't think you're not in your heart. You're not stuck on technology help. That's not like part no, of no, the thing, no. right? No, that's just the the shiny things that interest me. Like, oh, you you need to know how to make rena- rename a bunch of files in the Finder. I know how to do that. Let me show you. Right. And it's and I um I like doing that. Do you think it's related to problem solving? You enjoy solving problems. Yes, I need new shiny problems all the time, or I get bored. Yeah, and so, so other people's problems are new and shiny, yeah. and I also don't have any stake in them, so, <laughs> so there's no anxiety. <laughs> and I don't want to come across as you know I know better than other people because part of it is like I probably don't, but maybe I can help. Do you do you find that there's awkward times sometimes you're trying to help people that they feel like you're you're trying to corral them or take ownership of their thing or helping a stranger or more of a stranger is different than helping someone closer to me yeah totally um i've gotten better in the world about like asking people if they actually want help or how deep they want to go because as you know like there's the short version of like the omnifocus talk and then there's the you, you, you are you into this you really you want to go down this all right let's go um, it happened the other day, and this isn't really helping, but uh, one of my office mates, Kathy, she uh, showed an interest in X-Men oh, um, man. continuity. Never show an interest. <laughs> and I'm like, just so you know, we can have this conversation, <laughs> and it can go on for three hours, or we can stop now, and that's okay. What did she so, choose? Three hours. Whoa. Yeah, we went into like the entire Summer's family tree. Dang. Yeah. This is a quick aside. Yeah. A quick aside. Have you seen the X-Men 1990s comic thing that exists? Yeah, X-Men 92. Yeah. Is this something I should read? You would enjoy it a lot. Okay. And in fact, one of the things I like is the podcast Rachel and Miles explain the X-Men. They are cameo characters in the first issue. What? They are little henchmen. That's Rachel and Miles. Okay. We can end that aside. I will, maybe I'll read it and put it on my list of things I like. If you like it. If I like it. So I like helping people in just from the sense of I'm excited about other people's things often more than I'm excited about my own thing. And I don't know why that is, but it is. Yeah. So if I could find a way to help other people with their things all the time, I would be a, a happy Sam. Do you have, are you willing to accept other people's help? Is that a, an easy thing or a challenging thing since you're so willing to help other people? Is it trans- transitive? Is that the right word? I don't know. If it's this way and that way? Um. Yeah, I don't think i have maybe you'd have to probably ask other people i don't see myself as being unable to accept other people's help but like anyone else like i feel i imagine i feel threatened when i feel stupid right so um i probably exert or exude some of that when it happens but i don't i like other people helping me too but my like if i had a thing i would ask other people to help me like (laughs) if i had a project I think you're great, going back to the thing about feeling stupid, I think you're really good at uh, avoiding that. I don't think I've ever felt dumb when you've explained a thing to me for the 10th time. Because you're not dumb. Well, yeah, see? <laughs> Super talented guy over there. This has been a very special Sam and Ross-like thing. So. Very special. <laughs> All right, so... Any other questions about me l- liking to help people with things? I think it's admirable and cool. I don't want to come across as some altruistic person, but, or admirable, like, I just, part of it is avoidance of my own thing. Right. 
that if I can spend time helping other people with their thing, I don't have to come up with a thing myself. Well, maybe I maybe my follow up or homework will be to help you with a thing. Ooh, that'd be nice. I'm, I'm going to keep my eyes and ears open for a thing <laughs> that you need help with, and then I will offer to help with it. That sounds good, well, but I don't want to come like I'm not coming at this from a from a look at me, look at Ooh. me, not even from a from a standpoint of like, oh, I want to do good in the world. I guess I do kind of want to do good in the world, but mostly I don't want. I want to be feel good and not be bored. Yeah. And one of the ways I feel good and not be bored is by helping people with interesting things. Yeah. So maybe we can have a, a separate contest where if you send in a letter with a problem on it. To, yo, I'll solve it. <laughs> Sam's P.O. Box, he will, yo, solve it. No. I, no, don't do that. I like being around people, too. Yeah. Well, that was good. All right. Ross. Yes, Sam. Um, tell me about a thing that you like called Apple Music. Apple Music. I love Apple Music. I feel like we've talked about this before. Um, Have we? I don't know. It wasn't. It was. Who can on, even it, remember? Yeah. It's been twelve I mean, episodes. It's, 12, it's an uncountable number. Um, I really enjoy Apple Music, and I think it's maligned. Um, I, I I used to be an RDO user. RIP. RDO was fantastic. Um, and then when RDO tell went, me tell me about what are what these are. Oh, good question, Sam. Um, RDO, Spotify, and Apple Music all are streaming music services that you pay a monthly fee to, and then for that monthly fee, you get the ability to stream most of the music that exists in the world. And there are, by different, you know, Spotify is their own thing, RDO no longer exists, and Apple Music is owned by Apple. Um, And they all have, they're basically all the same, you know, they basically do the same things, but I just, I really enjoy Apple's, and I, I think... This good. I think we've talked about music kind of a lot, but like we are in a really fascinating, interesting time with music and how people listen to music. Um, and I think there's lots of old people who are like my age, my oldness of people, mm-hmm. who have collected throughout. You know, they went to college when we went to college, and they had Napster when we had Napster, and they've amassed gigabytes and gigabytes of MP3 libraries. And now the the prospect of ditching those hard files. And, and going into a, a streaming only thing where you don't have them, you don't have the hard files anymore. So if like, whatever, I don't know if we're suddenly marooned on an, on an island that has electricity and we have all our computers and stuff, <laughs> and we don't the have the internet, connection. then we can, like, what are we going to do? How will we listen to Rihanna, you know? Um, and so I think that causes a lot of tension with how people used to listen to music. And, you know, even people older have like LPs, vinyl, vinyl records. Um, so you enjoy streaming your music? Uh, yeah, all that to say, I enjoy streaming my music. Is, is there having not having the files? Do you find that better? Yeah, I find it so much that. better. I used to be the guy with I had a I had a, a hard drive filled with MP3s that I would put in a backpack and take it to work and plug it in and listen to the MP3s, and then I would put the hard drive in back in the backpack and take it home and plug it in and listen to the MP3s there. That's that's a terrible. I mean, that was a million years ago, but like that's a terrible experience. I didn't like it. I didn't like having to manage it. I didn't like having to back it up. I didn't like having to think that about it that it exists. And every time like I upgraded a computer, it's like okay, what are we gonna do with the library MP3? It's like this is a lot of stress. Um, so you like managing, not having to manage a music library. Yeah, we, it's kind of gone to from a browse through your library that you've created to just 
casting about into the open ocean of all the music that exists in the world. Okay. So tell me about, I want to hear about how that's better, but I also want to hear about why specifically Apple Music versus one of the other services is a thing that you like. Not to put those others down, but what are the things about Apple Music that you go, you make, make Ross happy? And so I come from RDO. I haven't really, I've used Spotify very briefly, so I haven't, don't have a whole lot of Spotify experience, but RDO was real good. And Apple Music now has, I think, four ways that they want to expose new content to you. And I think the four ways that Apple Music does that is more interesting than the way RDO was doing it. And I think Spotify and Apple Music now are in like a, a feature parody escalation war where they're all they're pretty they're pretty close tell me about how you like to experience both old and new music yeah and how apple music does it in ways that you like um i like to listen to full albums of anything that exists old or new Mm -hmm. um apple music exposes new stuff which is new to me you know this could be like old old music but new to me like a jimmy cliff record or whatever um is old but is new to me and I think Apple Music does a real good job of a, a combination of algorithmic stuff. So it like looks at what you've listened to and what you've hearted. And it's like, hey, you might like this Dio record or whatever. All right. So let's, let's explain to me. So Ross comes into the RVA News office. Yeah. Is ready to do some work. Puts on his headphones. Or he's alone and uses the speakers. How does he set up his playlist for the day using Apple Music? Oh, that's a guy. I don't do playlists for the day. What I do is I go in. And I will. Well, I meant that not yeah, yeah. Uh, not in a specific yeah, yeah, yeah. like. Oh, you created a playlist file, but how do you? How what does your music look like for the day? How does I'll, that happen? I will go, and there's four tabs. You get your yeah. for you, you've got your new, you've got your radio, and you've got your connect, and they all do different things. For you is the algorithmic one that's like, hey, based on what you listen, we think you might like either these playlists or libraries. So I'll probably go there first, scroll through to see if anything catches my eye. Sometimes they have really clever things like, you know, chill metal for a rainy morning which is a human put that together, that playlist together. Yeah. And then an algorithm told me, told it was like, hey, I think Ross might like chill metal for a rainy morning. Um, and so I'll see if any of those are cool, and I'll start listening to that. And then once that runs out, I'll like flip over to the new tab, which is where new stuff lives. And they have top charts. So you yeah. can go and like, okay, what is the, the dance, top dance record this week? And I, and I usually just do full albums is like my scene. Um, and then connect is like a different thing where you can follow curators and they'll say, like hey, Drake. you can follow Drake. And he's like, here's, he has a show. He's like, here's my show, you know, or you can follow whoever. And they're like, Hey, I have an album out or I just listened to this album by this other artist. You should check it out. So I kind of just flip through those tabs after an album ends and see what, what seems good to me at the moment. Uh, a problem I have, maybe have found the solution in Apple music is I will start one of the oh just like pick the top four you playlist and i'll play it and then it'll end and i'll forget that music was playing (laughs) yeah do you ever uh do you use the up next features or anything like that yeah i wish they worked way better but up next is is cool i mean when i remember to i do um but i my brain works in such a way is that silence is like deafening and i cannot handle it like when music stops i'm like what has happened like what happened to the room and so uh, I always am putting something else on because it drives me nuts to not have music playing. Um, but yeah, up next is good. Go to the playlist and just add. One cool thing that I like is when the playlist, um, when you have like a good mix of artists in a playlist, you can go from that song to that artist page and look at their top albums. And then you can add like, oh, I like this artist in this playlist, but I'll add their whole album next after I listen to this playlist. Oh, neat. 
Yeah. Do you ever do any of their uh, the radio button? Yeah, I like the radio. It's a little British for me. I have a I have a hard time with how British it is. Oh, um, not just so Beats One is a radio station, but there's yeah. also a radio button. Oh yeah, and I don't I don't really ever like listen to any of that. I and I think it would be good. Susan today was trying to convince me that it's well because well in, in the office here we do the mixtape frequently. Yeah, and and do you guys like it? Yeah, it's generally pretty good. I Except think, for when they throw in occasionally like. It used to be you could like say non-explicit lyrics, but sometimes you just get like F and F, F, yeah. N word, N word, N word. And I was like, like, where's the next button? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I find it seems very opaque, the radio stations. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm nervous to tap on them for some reason, which is a dumb reason. It's not. So I normally, I've been doing the radio only because it doesn't have the problem of. You forget to put the next You forget thing to on. put the next thing on. I would yeah. much rather have it just always be playing something from my for you list. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, another thing I do, especially at home, is I will use Siri and say, play me the best songs from 1982. Oh, that's great. And it is awesome. I don't know how long. I think it might just go through a top chart of that year, and it plays singles. And so it's like pop, very pop music focused when you do that. But, like, it is awesome. 1982 is, like, a fantastic. And for, so for, like, to three days, I just went through all of the years. Like, show me the Play all the ones from this year. Play all the ones <laughs> from, from nineteen twenty-three. Yeah, well, you see, <laughs> it was, but it's good. You know, that's new that's Charleston a, single. We love a, a Charleston single. Char- oh, I don't know. Sure, sure. Um, do you have a? Does do you have the family plan? I do. Does, yeah, Valerie uses it, and I imagine soon Jr. Jr. has tipped his toes. Tipped his, dipped his toes. Tipped his toes. Tipped his toes. Tippy toe. Yeah, Jr. has dipped his toes into. Some of the things, and he's found a couple of Disney sing-along playlists that he has saved to his account, and he will play those. So that's cool. I imagine that we are like one or two years out from him, like collect creating his own musical taste. You know, probably all dance music, EDM. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've enjoyed. I think money-wise, it works out because we just haven't bought new albums, and I don't think we ever will. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it's so if, like, uh, yeah. So if there's a song we want to hear, we just say, "Hey Siri, play blah blah blah," and then we're listening to that song. Isn't that and that user experience is so much better than anything else? And I understand like fears of like lock in, not even really lock in, but like if Apple Music went away today, what would we do? I will. I would go to Spotify. And if Spotify went away, then what do we do? I don't know. Like. I don't know, but I'm not like I pay fifteen dollars a month to listen to any song that exists. Yeah, even the Beatles now, you can listen to on yeah. Apple Music. And I realize there is some definitely weird ethical stuff with how the artists are being compensated for a service like this. Um, but I just don't know enough to speak to it, and it's just so much easier from the end user that I just yeah. don't see it going away. You know? Yeah. I heartily recommend it, and they have like a crazy long trial like a 90 day trial or something crazy like that um so you can just go check it out try it out great ross yeah i like it i like yeah. it a lot so um anything else uh any uh short hits um i thought i had a short hit but then i forgot oh i did i do have a, a self-promotional short hit self-promotional short hit lay yeah. it on me so i was i recorded another podcast what last night <laughs> What? Uh, yeah, so I was I will be featured in the Two People podcast, which is a podcast about Richmond, um, where Blaine, the host, interviews someone from Richmond about life. 
Um, and so I think that'll be out next week, which will be this week if you're listening to the show now. If you're not sitting in the room with us recording right now. <laughs> it'll be next week. It will be sometime. But look at the two people podcast. I believe they pronounce, they spell it Pipple. Yeah. It's two Pipple. Two, two PPLs. Two PPLs. Um, so that would. They're in good company. They've had uh, lots of Richmond famous people on there. Yeah, I don't know why they picked me. I, I I hung out with them and drank beers one night. So I, oh, there there you go. Yeah. So uh, where can people find show notes for this episode, Ross? It'll be samandrosslightthings.com, and it'll be the post at the top, episode 12. I thought about, Sam, I thought about going through and changing all the URLs so we could say things like this week's episode. Show yeah, that sounds like too much work. samandrosslightthings.com slash shows slash one. But I didn't know if that would break things, and it seemed like a lot of work, so I nah. just didn't do it at all. Nah. I will continue to say just at the top of the page. At the top of the page. Well, um, thanks, Ross. Uh, Wait, Sam. Wait, what? Where can I find you on the internet? Where can you find me? You can find me on Twitter as at Mr. Beefy. And I can be found. Ross, where can we find you? Everyone knows where to find Ross. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Ross Catro, R-O-S-S-C-A-T-R-O-W, and haven't checked Peach since last time we were nope. <laughs> the show, so don't hit me up on the Peach. Won't no. be there. No, no, not on the Peach anymore. Well, um, thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you in a fortnight. Bye. Bye.